calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hi, everyone. Trevor here with your final reminder that Season 3 is crowdfunding now on Seed and Spark. This week is your last chance to get one-of-a-kind rewards you can only get through the campaign, including physical cassette tapes, custom writing, stickers, pins, and more. We are just over halfway to our goal and need to reach it by Wednesday, March 16th. So if you want to keep this story going, then head on over to seedandspark.com fund slash Tapes 3 or click the link in the show notes to support the campaign today. Before we get started, this episode contains apocalyptic imagery, mentions of warfare, and some loud noises. Content warnings and a full transcript are available in the show notes. You don't need to record it. I told you you could just watch it. And I know that if I don't record this, you'll just destroy the last copy in existence as soon as I'm out the door. No, I I won't. I just don't want another recording out there. Tough luck. Besides, I never get to see any of your work. And you read how many of my books? I told you I can't show you my projects. There are contracts and NDAs and... And did they make you sign one for your senior project? Well... No, but... Then I'm going to record it. So there. Come on, Anna. Just give me the... Oh, dear. It seems I've left it on top of the cabinet. How clumsy of me. Do you want me to get a ladder? (sighs) Oh, why don't you pick on someone your own size? (laughs) Now, where's the fun in that? Fun for you, maybe. Come on, Maria. You're blowing this whole thing out of proportion. Give me one good reason why we can't just sit down and watch this. I... It's not... I'd really... (laughs) Miss Maria Soul, are you embarrassed? What? No, of course not. It's just... It's not my best work is all. I could show you some other stuff I've done. Maybe that would be... Why are you so ashamed of this one? It's not like you to hand in bad work. Just look at the back. It still has the professor's note on it. Pretentious. Disjointed. Amateurish. See me after class? What the hell, Maria? That really doesn't sound like you. 
Yeah, that's... that's why he wrote it. Told you it wasn't my best. What happened? <laughs> I met you. I don't understand. Just play it. A dream. The bright sun was extinguished, and the stars did wander darkling in the eternal space, rayless and pathless, and the icy earth swung blind and blackening in the moonless air. Morn came and went, and came and brought no day, and men forgot their passions in the dread of this their desolation and all hearts were chilled into a selfish prayer for light. And they did live by watchfires and the thrones, the palaces of crowned kings, the huts, the habitations of all things which dwell, were burnt for beacons, cities were consumed, and men were gathered round their blazing homes to look once more into each other's face. Happy were those who dwelt within the eye of the volcanoes and their mountain torch. A fearful hope was all the world contained. Forests were set on fire, but hour by hour they fell and faded. The crackling trunks extinguished the crash, and all was black. The brows of men by the despairing light wore an unearthly aspect, as by fits the flashes fell upon them. Some lay down and hid their eyes and wept, and some did rest their chins upon their clenched hands and smiled. And others hurried to and fro and fed their funeral piles with fuel and looked up with mad disquietude on the dull sky the pall of a past world, and then again was curses cast them down upon the dust and gnashed their teeth and howled. The wild birds shrieked and terrified did flutter on the ground and flap their useless wings. The wildest brutes came tame and tremulous, and vipers crawled and twined themselves among the multitude, hissing but stingless. They were slain for food, and war, which for a moment was no more, did glut himself again. A meal was bought with blood, and each sate sullenly apart, gorging himself in gloom. No love was left. All earth was but one thought, and that was death immediate and inglorious, and the pang of famine fed upon all entrails. Men died, and their bones were tombless as their flesh. The crowd was famished by degrees, but two of an enormous city did survive, and they were enemies. They met beside the dying embers of an altar place, where had been heaped a mass of holy things for an unholy usage. 
They raked up and shivering, scraped with their cold skeleton hands the feeble ashes, and their feeble breath blew for a little life and made a flame which was a mockery. Then they lifted up their eyes as it grew lighter and beheld each other's aspects. The world was void. The populace and the powerful was a lump, seasonless, herbless, treeless, manless, lifeless, a lump of death, a chaos of hard clay. The rivers, lakes, and ocean all stood still, and nothing stirred within their silent depths. Ships sailorless lay rotting on the sea, and their masts fell down piecemeal. As they dropped, they slept on the abyss without a surge. What are you looking at? <laughs> you? <laughs> the waves were dead. The tides were in their grave. The moon, their mistress, had expired before. The winds were withered in the stagnant air, and the clouds perished. The darkness had no need of aid from them. She was the universe. It's a mess, but with everything going on with you and Voxel and my parents, I didn't have a lot of time to work on it, and it seemed like a good idea. Plus, my professor said I couldn't use the Sheridan Cup for my final project, so I had to... to... I love it, Maria. You'd better. I made it mostly for you. <laughs> Gothic poetry and found footage. You shouldn't have. According to my professor, I really shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> so, you didn't show me because, what, he gave you a bad grade on it? Not exactly. It was right before we started dating, and I wasn't sure if you'd think it was creepy or not, so I just thought I that... a dream, which was not all a dream. Hmm? Nothing. Just thought I'd forgotten something. Bet you're glad you didn't destroy your last copy now, aren't you? <laughs> Don't tempt me. You have the audio, but I can still snap the disc in half. Oh, right. I'm still recording this. The Sheridan Tapes, B-Side, Dark, starring Amitola Lomas as Maria Soul and Aaron Neely Chaconis as Anna Sheridan, with original music by Jesse Hogan. Written by Trevor Van Winkle and produced by Virginia Spots and Trevor Van Winkle, with dialogue editing by Robin Gabrielli. 
Directed by Trevor Van Winkle and made possible by supporters at patreon.com slash homesteadcorner. Visit thesheridantapes.com to view additional content, support season three on Seed and Spark, and connect with us on Twitter at Sheridan Tapes and on Instagram at The Sheridan Tapes. I'm Trevor Van Winkle, this is Homestead on the Corner, and you're listening to The Sheridan Tapes. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts.